0: The Bad Piano Player Podcast is brought to you today by the Sawtooth Refrigeration Company of Linwood, Massachusetts. For all your refrigerating, freezing, and ice-making needs, Sawtooth, the cutting edge of cold storage. And by the Coxcomb Toupee Company. Losing some hair? Our toupees are custom-fit and made from real hair donated by people with too much of it. Get your confidence back with a Coxcomb Toupee. The Coxcomb Toupee Company. Flagstaff, Arizona, and by the International Union of Cufflink Makers, Local 2. Welcome to another episode of the Bad Piano Player Podcast. I'm John, and I'll be your reliably bad piano player. And this week, I'll also be your just-okay singer. And remember, when you're just okay, that's okay. We're coming to you live from the Nepotism Studio with books. High on a hill somewhere in California. I have our trusty sound engineer, Janine. Is here with us. Hello, Janine. Michelle, who did such a great job last week, couldn't be here this week because she decided to return to her first love, Oyster Shucking. But we're happy to have Janine here. Got our Samick piano all tuned up and well practiced, ready to go. We're all set for a great podcast. Now all I have to do is play some song. Today we're gonna to learn about a songwriter who became famous almost by accident. As a boy, We had a stereo in the house, an RCA full unit, wall unit, with uh, doors that opened to the turntable and shelves built around it for the albums. My parents, while not really avid record collectors, had some particular tastes. My mother liked Petula Clark and uh, Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. My father had Eddie Cantor's Greatest Hits, the original cast album of Guys and Dolls, uh, a comedy songs album that featured George Burns, Jack Benny, Phil Silvers, and Milton Berle. Uh, Gilbert and Sullivan records, Renata Tabaldi records. They may have been my mother's. Once or twice a year, my father would play his Trooping of the Color record by the, the mass bands and pipes of the Grenadier Guards, conducted by Captain R. Bashford. My father, born in Windsor in 1930, was a loyal subject of the House of Windsor his entire life. He didn't like the changing of the Canadian flag from the Union Jack, and he positively hated changing the anthem to O Canada from God Save the Queen. But I digress. There was one record my father had, a red sleeve with a drawing rather reminiscent of the cat in the hat, a long serpentina keyboard, and a man at the bottom playing that keyboard, a man with a devil's tail. It was recorded in January of 1953 in, legend has it, a single one-hour session at the Trans Radio Station in Boston, Massachusetts. By, 25, by a 25-year-old named Tom Lehrer. He liked black humor, and he just loved skewering sacred cows. Here's an example to start us off. He takes a witty potshot at the Boy Scouts of America. This is the bad piano player and the just-okay singer with Tom Lehrer's Be Prepared. Be Prepared.
1: That's the Boy Scouts marching song Be prepared as through life you march along Be prepared to hold your liquor pretty well Don't write naughty words on walls if you can't spell Be prepared to hide that pack of cigarettes Don't make book. If you cannot cover beds, keep those reefers hidden where you're sure that they will not be found. And be careful not to smoke them when the Scoutmaster's around, for he only will insist that they be shared. Be prepared. Be prepared. That's the Boy Scouts' solemn creed, be prepared clean in word and deed. Don't solicit for your sister, that's not nice, lest you get a good percentage of her price. Be prepared and be careful not to do your good deed. When there's no one watching you, you're looking for adventure of a new and different kind. And you find a pretty Girl Scout who is similarly inclined. Don't be nervous, don't be flustered, don't be scared, be prepared. Don't be nervous, don't be flustered, don't be scared, be prepared.
0: Enjoyed that, our first song, and make no mistake, our first song is a harbinger of things to come in terms of dark humor and topics not generally brought up in polite musical company. Tom Lehrer was born in New York City in 1928. His father was a very successful manufacturer of neckties. Tom went to Horace Mann School and then the Loomis School in Connecticut. He was something of a math prodigy. He entered Harvard at age fifteen. When I was 15, I was the linchpin of the bench-warming group on my junior football team. Tom graduated magna cum laude at 18 with a degree in mathematics. He had, of course, taken piano lessons as a child and had an early and abiding love for Broadway musicals. And he was, almost from birth, a genuinely witty person, which is rarer than you might think. So despite his tender age, He quickly began to delight his classmates at Harvard with his sharply satiric songs. At 17, his college exhortation song, Fight Fiercely Harvard, uh, was performed in the college uh, production of The Physical Review at Harvard. A beginning of sorts. He was inspired by Cole Porter, and I suspect he liked nothing more than entertaining at college parties sitting at the piano. He graduated uh, with a math degree at 18. Uh, At 19, he got his master's degree and was inducted into Phi Beta Kappa. That was 1947. He loved campus life and decided to do a dissertation and get his doctorate in mathematics. But he still wrote songs in his spare time. And here's another one. The first one I remember making an impression on me as a young man. Because the topic, even for the late 60s, was controversial. And I can only imagine what a splash it would have made in the late 40s when he wrote it. Here's the bad piano player and the just-okay singer with the tender ballad, The Old Dope Peddler.
1: When the shades of night are falling, comes a fellow everyone knows. It's the Old dope peddler, with his powdered happiness.
0: <sighs> Brings back memories, doesn't it? In 2012, rapper 2 Chains sampled the old dope peddler for his song, Dope Peddler, from his album, Based on a TRU Story. Which is kind of uh, interesting because Tom, Tom Lehrer liked to write bridges that used lots of rhymes. In one of his songs, we're not going to do it today, but in one of his songs, what's it called? When you are old and gray, the bridge goes like this. An awful debility, a lessened utility, a loss of mobility is a strong possibility.
1: If in all probability I'll lose my virility, and you your fertility and desirability, and this liability of total sterility will lead to hostility and a sense of futility. So let's act with agility while we still have facility, for we'll soon reach senility
0: and lose the ability. Rappers, take note. You could learn something from this guy. And so on we go, with another song written to amuse his friends at Harvard, and another one he recorded in the one-hour session almost 60 years ago. In this one, he turns his satiric gaze toward another venerable American pastime, and here we are, the bad piano player, the just-okay singer, with the hunting song.
1: We'll remember Twas a year ago November I went out to hunt some deer On a morning bright and clear Went and shot the maximum The game laws would allow Two game wardens Seven hunters and a cow I was in no mood to trifle I took down my trusty rifle And went out to stalk my prey What a haul I made that day Tied them to my fender And I drove them home somehow Two game Warden seven hunters, and a cow The law was very firm, it took away my permit The worst punishment I ever endured It turned out there was a reason Cows were out of season And one of the hunters wasn't insured People ask me how I do it And I say there's nothing to it You just stand there looking cute And when something moves you shoot and there's ten stuffed heads in my trophy room right now two game wardens seven hunters and a purebred guernsey cow
0: the album songs of tom lehrer uh which he pressed 400 copies of uh became a hit on radio and at all the smart, witty parties where Cole Porter no longer played the piano. And as a result, the same week Mort Saul opened at the Hungry Eye in San Francisco, Tom Lehrer opened at the Blue Angel in New York. In an interview, he said, I'm completely happy in my research job. I'd almost hate to be a success in comedy. While working on his doctorate at Harvard, a project he ultimately abandoned in the mid-60s, he would take jobs as well. Uh, He taught at Harvard and Wellesley and MIT. He briefly worked for the U.S. government at Los Alamos, where he might have run into my Uncle Dick, who designed a bikini bomb in the 50s. But that leads us to this song, about just such a fellow working in just such a place at that time. A pre-song note, uh, the AEC in the song refers to the Atomic Energy Commission, started in 1946 by President Truman, to foster and control the peacetime development of atomic science and technology. And on that glitteringly happy thought, Here's the Bad Piano Player and the Just Okay Singer with The Wild West is Where I Want to Be.
1: Along the trail you'll find me loping Where the spaces are wide open In the land of the old A.C. Where the scenery's attractive and the air is radioactive Oh, the wild west is where I want to be Mid the sagebrush and the cactus I will watch the fellas practice Dropping bombs through the clean desert breeze I'll have on my sombrero course I'll wear a pair of Levi's over my lit BVDs I will leave the city's rush leave the fancy and the plush leave the snow and leave the slush and the crowds. I will seek the desert's hush where the scenery How I long to see the mushroom clouds With the yuckers and the thistles I will watch the guided missiles While the old FBI watches me Oh, I'll soon make my appearance Soon as I can get my clearance the Wild West is where I want to
0: be. You know, for a guy who was afraid he might be a showbiz success, Tom Lehrer had the greatest accidental career I ever heard of. He toured England and Australia, played U.S. nightclubs. He came out with more albums, uh, more of Tom Lehrer, uh, An Evening Wasted with Tom Lehrer, and of course, That Was the Year That Was. In 1965, he was invited to write topical songs for the TV show That Was the Week That Was. And he did. And though a few years removed from stage performing, uh, he showed another brilliant aspect of his talent for comedy with his perfectly written and executed song intros. He had a real gift for phrasing a joke into a single line, if I may quote. It is a sobering thought, for instance, that when Mozart was my age, He had been dead for two years. And my personal favorite, uh, my friend went on to medical school where he studied diseases of the rich. His next song was written for that show. That was the week that was. Uh, It's another satire on the possibility of nuclear war. An odd thing to be satirizing about, but all right. It is called MLF Lullaby. MLF stood for uh, Multilateral Force. And it was an American proposal to produce a fleet of ballistic missile submarines and warships, each manned by NATO crews, with multiple nuclear-armed Polaris missiles on board each vessel. The Eisenhower, Kennedy, and Johnson administrations all floated the idea. And the Johnson administration wanted West Germany, who was in NATO, to have command of one of the vessels. Tom Lehrer's opinion of the idea goes a little something like this.
1: Sleep, baby, sleep in peace May you slumber No danger lurks Your teeth sleep to encumber We've got the missiles Peace to determine One of the fingers On the button will be German Why shouldn't they They all are sore heads. I say a bygone should be a bygone. Let's make peace the way they did in Stanleyville and Saigon. Hail to our loyal ally MLF will scare Brezhnev I wish he was half as scared as I Oh,
0: I almost fell asleep during that lullaby. We're going to close the show with two waltzes today, one from his first album and one from An Evening Wasted with Tom Lehrer. The first is a Lehrer version of a love song, and as a boy growing up in small-town Ontario, this song was was important to me. I made my first splash as a comedian at age 23 or four with a song that borrowed a little from this one, and I only realized it as I was writing this week's episode. It's a primer on how to write a funny, if macabre, song. This is The Bad Piano Player and The Just Okay Singer, with a tale of lost love, I Hold Your Hand.
1: Still, I keep your hand as a precious souvenir. The night you died, I cut it off. I really don't know why. But now, each time I kiss it, I get blood stains on my tie sorry now I killed you, for our love was something fine, until they come to get me I will hold your hand in mine, I'm sorry now I killed you, for our love was something fine, until me, I will hold your hand in mine.
0: Uh, brings a tear to your eye. Suffice to say, Professor Lehrer never married. Before we do our final song, which was a special request from a friend, I'm, I must tell you that when I was planning this episode in January, I was taking a walk one day and thinking about Tom Lehrer, and I remembered that I had his phone number. It occurred to me that we had never really done guests on our show, for obvious reasons, since most of our songwriters are dead. But Tom Lehrer is alive and well, from all accounts, at 92 years old. And I thought, well, why not ask him to interview for the episode? I was reminded of my friend Doug's advice in high school when I wanted to ask a girl to dance. He said, hey, the worst she can say is no. So I get home from my walk and I found I had two numbers for Tom Lehrer. Some years ago, I had read an interview, and in it, he stated that his phone number was in the book in both of the towns in which he lived. I called the West Coast one first, and there was no answer. So I called the East Coast number, and I got a machine. After the beep, I said who I was and what I was calling about, and Mr. Lehrer picked up. He wasn't happy, and he turned me down flat, saying he had no interest in talking about any of this. He encouraged me to do the episode, saying, fine, do it, I don't care, but I'm not interested anymore. We talked a few stilted moments longer, and I said goodbye. So it was just as it happened when I asked the girl to dance. The worst he could say was no, and he said no. It was exhilarating to speak to him. I wasn't surprised or angry. Hey, Boston comics are all a prickly bunch. He wrote this last song about a Boston city plan in the late 1950s. The plan was to keep the local number of pigeons from getting too high. They actually spread corn niblets (laughs) laced with strychnine in Boston parks to do it. So, and this is by request, here's Poisoning Pigeons in the Park. Spring is
1: here, spring is here, life is Skittles and is beer. I think the loveliest time of the year is the spring. I do, don't you? Of course you do. But there's one thing that makes spring complete for me and makes every Sunday a treat for me. All the world seems in tune on a spring afternoon when we're poisoning pigeons in the park. Every Sunday you'll see my sweetheart and me As we poison the pigeons in the park When they see us coming The birdies all try and hide But they still go for peanuts When coated with cyanide The sun's shining bright Everything seems alright When we're poisoning pigeons in the park We've gained notoriety Anxiety in the Audubon society with our games. They call it impiety and lack of propriety and quite a variety of unpleasant names, but it's not against any religion to want to dispose of our pigeon. So if someday you're free why don't you come with me and we'll poison the pigeons in the park and maybe we'll do it in a squirrel or two as we're poisoning pigeons in the park Order them all amid laughter and merriment, except for the few we take home to experiment. My pulse will be quickening, with each drop of strychnine we feed to a pigeon. Just takes a smidgen to poison a pigeon in the park.
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed that, and I know... We have a lot of Tom Lehrer buffs out there who will be disappointed I didn't do My Hometown or, or She's My Girl or The Elements like I could or The Masochism Tango or The Vatican Rag. So it sounds like we may revisit Mr. Lehrer in a future episode. He was a great inspiration to me. He was a great comic songwriter. He is a great wit and from what I've read a pretty good teacher of the two M's, math and musical theater. In his honor, I will close with the only math joke I ever wrote. I'm writing a novel about an aging mathematician who decides to go to a brothel for one final sexual fling. It's called Fermat's Last Threesome. Why is that funny, Janine? Uh, why is that funny? Um, well, uh, there's a famous. Uh, it's uh, ferm- uh, Fermat was a mathematician who came up with a theorem, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just before he died, and it was called Fermat's. Last theorem, and I changed it to threesome. It's sort of a a sideways anagram, and you had to be there. You just totally had to be there. Thanks, Janine. I hope you'll be back next week. You can write to The Bad Piano Player at badpianoplayer59 at gmail.com. Well, that's, that's it for this week. From the Nepotism Studio with books high on the hill somewhere in California, we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you all got something to eat while you're enjoying it. And uh, we'll see you again next week here on the Bad Piano Player Podcast. Happy playing. The Bad Piano Player Podcast is written and performed by John Wing. It is recorded by Don Green. It is produced and edited by Isabel Wing with special piano arrangements by Anthony and singing lessons by Alexa. We thank them all.